What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Ballers. This is an extremely, extremely special one because it's our first on-site interview. I'm one host. My name is Ross Kogan. I'm here with the co-owner of Ballers Nation. Michael, what's up, guys? And finally, I'm here, guest appearance by Mikey Domingala. Domingala, sorry, owner of NBA Buzz. What's up, Mikey? What's up, guys? I appreciate you having me on. Here we are, Manhattan, snowy day. That's right. I mean, yes, stay warm. You know, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy out there. It's I mean, snowing outside. Barely feel my fingers walking around. So, pretty much, it's going to be a, in a you know nice little nice light interview here. Got some questions uh, for you, but I think really I want it to be more of just a conversation about the social media space and how we kind of incorporate our passion for basketball, uh, you know, into content and into these different social media platforms that we use. So let's start off with uh, this first little question here. And I want to talk about the importance of starting young, which I think is something that all three of us have in common, regardless of the platform. Um, I feel like in order to succeed in a, in a space, in a social media environment, you almost have to start young when views are organic and everything spreads uh, really well. And I know you did that with NBA Buzz on Facebook, actually, is where you started. Unlike uh, us, we started on Instagram. Could you just tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I started <clears throat> uh, I started NBA Buzz when I was 12 years old in 2012. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with you. Starting young, um, it, it, you're allowed, you start from the bottom of the barrel, basically. So you're allowed to just grow and grow and grow like wildfire. Um, so I grew all the way from zero. I'm now at 2.5 million on Facebook. Um, crazy. That is absurd. 131,000 on Instagram. And yeah, it's it's very important to, and especially us, we we found out what we want to do, like with sports and through social media. So I, I like that, and I mean, I want to ask. So you started. You said you started on Facebook. Was that? Did you start like with a personal account and realize, you know, I can do more than just post updates of my life, or is it more like? Did you know right off the bat you wanted to start posting basketball content? How did you get into that? Like, where did your passion come from? So you know, I always loved basketball and stuff like that, and I was trying to get in on other pages to create content for them and make posts, and they saw that I was only twelve years old, so they didn't like that, and they didn't really, I guess, <clears throat> trust me to do it or my knowledge of basketball. No one ever does. Their, their first People mistake. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would have trusted my. So like you know, I started myself and that's uh january 17 2012 it's been going ever since haven't missed a day of posting and you know you should reach out to them and tell them grind. yeah nah <laughs> i don't even want to do yeah, that right. you know they don't deserve it i uh i eclipsed the page nba talk is what it was they had what five hundred thousand at the time when, and i i eclipsed them in a few years and really no looking back i mean using other pages as almost like a milestone or a goal is a good feeling because once you pass them it's like how's the weather over there you oh know, yeah like, oh, yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's fine. yeah yeah all right so you were established on facebook first and facebook's ginormous and now you transferred over to instagram so what was that transition like and how did you like how did that all work out was it easy hard so first of why i did it is because if you put yourself on more platforms more people could see you right. and I got in Instagram a little late, uh, about two years ago. So like 2017, 18-ish. Facebook, I started in 2012. So, you know, I just, I wanted my platform, uh, NBA Buzz, on another platform for more athletes. You know, you could track the athletes that follow right. you on Instagram. Yes. On Facebook, you can't. 
and I'm sure a ton do. Aaron Gordon follows is what I know, and, and Mo Bamba. Okay, so it's, it's nice. pretty cool. Got the magic uh, representing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Were you able to like promote on Facebook to get your followers over to Instagram? Uh, I usually do in comments, comments so yeah. I don't promote. I never put a dime into NBA Buzz other than like logos and stuff like that. But no, I've never promoted like that. Just in comments to like you know do you want to see this on instagram follow us we've experimented with promoting a few posts but i've noticed that the promotions that reach the most audience or reach the best audience i guess is uh, you know better are the ones that are more simple and a lot of our posts just have too many aspects to them so it wasn't even worth it we found yeah um, i would agree i can tell you right now it's a scam yeah so if you pay facebook to show it to more people they're gonna if you stop they're gonna show it to less people so you keep paying to show it to more people. That's why I never got in on that train because I'm all organic. I, that's, that's the way to go. Yeah, I, I have a, like a 30 million uh, uh, monthly reach on Facebook. So Ooh, that's all organic. 30 yeah. million. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So now we just talked about your transition or I guess almost transfer of following from uh, your introduction from Facebook to Instagram. Now, I feel like, and many people may disagree, I feel like there's one of those transitional periods coming up soon. And I'm not exactly sure where yet. If you think you know where, what platform, you know, where this content's all going to be released. Now, I know in general, people's attention spans in this day and age are extremely short, very small. Getting shorter. People need to see things, you know, to the point. Mm -hmm. No long intros, right? Get right to the point. Now, TikTok has come about with, uh, you know, Lots and lots of conversation of, uh, you know, all these organic views, things going viral that do not deserve to go viral. Is TikTok the way of the future in terms of posting basketball content? Or do you think, you know, how long will Instagram last? Because right now, I mean, Instagram's where it's at. Yes. Um, to be honest, we were talking about this off camera a little bit. I'm going to start on TikTok soon. Okay. It's just... Was that because of me? That was because of you. So okay. I'll give you that credit. But the thing is, is TikTok the way to go? Because all you see, you see a lot of like BS, like funny videos right, right. on there. Like They're funny. It, it's a lot of young kids using it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you look at uh, the numbers, I'm sure the audience range is like 10 to 23, oh, yeah. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like the, the, the bulk of it. There's no adults on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... And, you know, Instagram, you are right about the quick clips on TikTok, which would do well. Yes. And that's kind of why Instagram TV hasn't exactly popped off. Like, people post, like, long episodes of things. I mean, I've posted 15. They max out of 15. Mm -hmm. And I use all 15, you know, of those minutes. Yeah. But the thing is, like, why not just put a link to YouTube and they can watch the full thing? So, like, Instagram TV is a little questionable. Going back to TikTok, though... It's a, it's an awesome platform. Like me and my girlfriend watch it all the time. We laugh yeah. we laugh about videos for NBA content and basketball content. I'm I'm not really sure. I'll tell you, and this is this is where I stand in terms of um, the possible transition to TikTok. I haven't I've you know been on the platform a little bit, but nothing enough to you know you know share my opinion as something that's definite or a fact. But I do know that there's nobody that posts sports updates or rumors or news and sits at a table and considers it uh, a more of, more of a formal environment for sports news. And I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that anywhere. Now, I mean, what's and there's really nothing stopping me from going home after this and being the first to do that. And I know that just based off the platform and how, you know, seeing the other things that have gone viral, I'd, I'd get a following. Now, is it worth it? I mean, it's different. You got you to be a game changer. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's I mean, TikTok is still so early. I get on, I got in on Facebook so early. Look where I'm at. I got in on Instagram late. 
I'm doing semi-okay with it, you know? Right. So it's all about timing with everything. So I think getting in on TikTok, I mean, I think you guys should do it. Even post clips from your show. Maybe right. I'll start doing it with NBA content or from my show that we'll touch on later. Um, yeah, uh, it could it could work. And I mean, I'm just going to finish this quick point off by saying, I mean, what did people think when Instagram was first introduced to the, you know, whole social media space? Like, I'm sure people didn't see it as being, you know, something for all this sports content that we're posting today. Probably not. So, I mean, that same crazy and like outlandish Mm -hmm. kind of perspective that we have on putting sports content onto TikTok could be that same thing that people were experiencing years ago when Instagram was first introduced. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And something uh, you got to look for, what kind of monetary ways can you make money off that's, TikTok? That's another good point. So, you know, on Facebook, you can monetize Instagram. You could promote stuff for money. On TikTok, are you going to drop a brand name in the show? You know, are you going to add it at the end? I mean, so you'd be so people pay so much money just for a two-second snippet of a brand name right it's there. True, it's yeah. true. So, um, but it'll be a growing, oh, yeah, growing uh, platform, you know, for you. 100%. Months and years to come. Yeah, once it all, once people start, it's just a chain. Mm-hmm. People, more people do it. You have, we want to get there early, so you're not the last person to do mm-hmm. it. It's harder to grow. I mean, who wants to be the one person that doesn't have, you know, this thing or a certain app, right? Everyone likes to feel included. It's just yes, everyone gets on board, and slowly people drift away. Some people stay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's how we decide. All right, so a lot of us, you know, we're all in college right now, and a lot of responsibility. So, what is it like managing? your academics, your internship, and even your social media accounts, content creation. Yeah, I got to tell you guys, over the past few weeks, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a little it's hectic. It's a grind. It gets hard, right? So I've been doing MBA Buzz for eight years now, and I did it all through middle school, all through high school, and through college. I'm still in college. I go to LIU Post, journalism student on Long Island. So now I just got an internship at SNY in Manhattan. Yep. Uh, How was that? It's awesome. It's pretty cool. A lot of celebrities in and out and, oh, yeah. that you is know, awesome. doing some cool stuff in the studio. So I'm doing that and then school. So, you know, writing papers and writing Oof. articles for the school newspaper. All and the fun stuff. I call, I'm the uh, color commentator for LIU basketball. So all putting all that together, it's like, it's a grind. I always have my phone with me, always have my laptop with me. I have a few guys help me out on uh, on NBA Buzz, which is a help. The Definitely. essentials. But, you uh, got to carry the essentials with yeah. you for sure. But, you know, I... Uh, you're, you're a big essentials guy. I'm a big uh, essentials guy. Yeah. But I try to do it all with everything and try to do everything 100% and not let anything fall. It seems like it's going well. I mean, you're doing great so far. So. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Has... Um, would you say that running NBA Buzz and having that huge Facebook and now Instagram following, would you say that that's helped you with uh, get that internship? Yeah, I would say so. Because okay. uh, I've interviewed a a lot of NBA stars in the past, whether it's writing for other websites or making content and getting interviews through it or my show Inside Buzz. So, yeah, that, that definitely helped for sure. I mean, numbers matter. And, and then yeah. it all comes down to numbers. Mm-hmm. Helped me get into college. There so you go. if you could say NBA Buzz got me a really good scholarship with what I'm on. Right. Hey, it did its job. You know, there you go. Yeah. So. I want to do a quick transition now into the branding side of things. We touched a tiny bit on it, a little bit on TikTok. But now, just more general, you do a lot of that on Instagram, I see. I see you've been kind of cross-promoting your personal a little bit with your podcast, which we'll touch on a little bit of your personal and your podcast on your um, NBA account. So I want to know, how has that experience for you been with the introduction of NBA stuff on your personal account? 
have you heard some feedback from people maybe at home that didn't know that you were interested into the, you know in this type of stuff and to start posting on your personal because I've recently started with this uh, kind of introducing my podcast onto my personal and my experience with it with it has been great I've loved it so far and received some great feedback how's that been for you so everybody throughout high school knew I had MBA buzz yeah. like I post my interviews with like the Marcus Cousins that I did when I was like 16 17 wow. like Al Horford so stuff like, people would know so, and like yeah. There was articles written about me in like the high school newspaper, stuff like that for interviews I did. So people knew. But really over the last year or so, I've really been promoting myself, my personal Instagram. Yeah. So like uh, Buster, yeah. Buster has a great following on Instagram. I mean, he, big inspiration in, in the space Prime of personal example. branding. Yeah. 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 So it's all about going full circle. So if you could tie everything together, that's how you'll boost your brand. So right. NBA Buzz, when I do my interviews with NBA players on Inside Buzz, the show on YouTube, post the Inside Buzz content to NBA Buzz, Right. then post that to my personal. It all goes full circle, all connects. So people will see, oh, so Mikey's behind NBA Buzz. He's behind Inside Buzz. Why don't I follow what he's doing personally? Yeah. So I... And I'm, I'm like, I still post pictures with my family, my girlfriend, and right, then right. my personal I mean, stuff because yeah. it's me, you know. So it's it's You're it's doing you, and yeah, it's exactly. part, it's part of your life, which is I think is the biggest thing. Yes, and I, I mean, I'm sure at this point for eight years now you've been running it. I mean, running official NBA Buzz or NBA Buzz, just that whole and en- en- entity has been you know such a part of your life that you know why not include it on your personal account now? I've kind of realized that that Ballers Nation takes up such a great time of my life, so that deserves to be you know be a part of my personal account. I want to kind of diminish this, you know, distinction between personal versus theme page and almost kind of combine the two. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I think one thing that Michael and I kind of realized when running Ballers Nation is that it's important to put a, f- a face to the name. Face to the name. Exactly. Face to the name. I don't want to mix it up. It's funny. I was I remember thinking on the train here that I want to say something like that because I was thinking on the train that I ran a run NBA buzz and I've done so for so long. But in a majority of that time. It was just NBA Buzz. Now right. it's Mikey connected to NBA Buzz, exactly. and that's what I want people to see. And I think that's you know? part of part of it is that because we were so young, we started young that we were a little bit of afraid. How does this all work? Yeah. And now that we're mature and getting uh-huh. older, it all comes together. No, a thousand percent. You know, because who knows what people are? Two point five million followers. Who knows if any? I I know they're yeah. not nice. A majority right. of them, yeah. they're not nice people. I mean, they're gonna say stuff. Yeah, Maybe so they're gonna whatever. they're gonna say stuff. They're gonna judge. But now they're, it's whatever because they're they're the ones looking at your content. They're taking time out of your yes. day to watch your content. And Enough if said. you could use those people to boost your personal brands, who might help you get a job in the future. Who cares what the hell they do? Yeah. Right. You know, it's crazy, crazy world, crazy over the internet. Yeah. So. Um, We've seen some really cool clips from your podcast. Do you mind telling us more about that? Yeah. So in June of 2019, about uh, seven or eight months ago, I started Inside Buzz. And that's all. It goes back to the branding. I wanted something where you you don't just see the NBA Buzz post and you see that only. Now you see me connected to all of it. So I started on YouTube. Um, I only have like 50 subscribers. I've combined, I think, 10,000 uh, views, which oh, really? is pretty I mean, nice that's, that's, on, that's on YouTube. Great. So, you know, I do interviews. I've had Ryan, Ryan Hollins on ESPN was my first guest. Um, how did that happen? I just reached out to him. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what people ask me. Like mm-hmm. somebody said, how do you get uh, Randy Fuller on the podcast? I said, I, I DM'd him. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, listen, people are nice. You could, yeah, yeah. Yep. You could take a shot in the dark and they'll, they'll answer. And if you got a nice following, like you guys may, you know, they want to be heard. Right. So, 
Um, now, Jason, you can use that. You use like NBA Buzz. You can use those social media accounts to reach out because then they're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, I don't do it on my personal. Yeah, account on NBA right, Buzz, right. So. They gotta know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Powell was a two-time NBA champion with Kobe. Saw that. Uh, Speedy Claxton recently. Uh, Jason Kidd's son. Asked him about you know <laughs> how does yeah. it feel to be the son of Jason Kidd growing up. So yeah, that's all good stuff. I'm building a studio in my basement. I was doing some interviews like on my computer, Skype, like outside yeah. background. It's, you know, everything's a work in progress. So so, so your interviews are all over the phone, right? Uh, well, over like a laptop screen. Right, over laptop. You know? So what do you, what, do you use a certain software program? To, do you use Skype? Zoom. You use Zoom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of Zoom. Yeah. A little bit of Zencaster, some Zoom in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been experimenting everything with uh, the setup in, that we have in our basement now. Still such a work in progress. Do we want to get like a, a backdrop behind uh-huh. it? How much? Yeah, you that's know, what I'm doing. R- really? Yeah. How? Uh, that's that's sick. I want to do that. So I'm gonna get a little sneak peek for you guys. Getting a brick wall wallpaper. Okay. Um, this a big NBA Buzz banner or inside Buzz banner. Just got logos made up. Gonna start doing merchandise soon. And just like I just got a desk. I'm putting the desk up. And what I've been doing is I take the Zoom feed from the other side. Right. And I keep my camera like we have over there on me. And then I cut the two and combine and take all the audio and piece it all together. See, you have to be like smart enough to figure that out. I mean, that's that's a lot, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like just you got to be a natural at it. Uh huh. And also um, doing Inside Buzz on YouTube gave me the reason to make the studio in my basement. Right. Because now I could do just NBA videos monetize on youtube make money get another following on youtube right so i have youtube facebook instagram i have twitter so it's all a work in progress man that's great and i think on the theme of work in progress it's a great segue into the final question uh which is a little bit about advice i ask about advice uh to all the guests and i think it's really important because i know there's so many people that have the same passions as we do that love the game of basketball are huge nba fans but unfortunately, they might not know what platform to post on, when to post, what to post, how to make the posts. And do you have any advice for those people that would like to consider starting up their own thing? You know, maybe not on Instagram now. Maybe they want to be one of the first in TikTok or the first in a different platform. Um, but do you have any advice for those people? Uh, thinking I was just kind of laughing subliminally in my head. I have good advice for these people and I have real advice for these people. I'll start with the good advice. The, okay, good, okay. the good advice is, you know, stay consistent, work hard, put out unique content and stuff like that. Right. The harsh advice is don't do it. You're way behind. You're. That, I mean, the thing is, that's so true because if you think about it, the people, if you think you're going to beat out people to go to a different platform, us, the people that are on Instagram now yeah. are smart enough, have been doing this long enough to know that we have to be there first. So that we, yeah. you know, I mean, and we all have the experience. Well, I was going to say that. It's either you get to another platform yeah. or build first, right. or you don't just start a page in 2020 on NBA basketball and think you're going to grow like wildfire. Right, you know what I mean? There's so many now. It, it just... takes time. There's so many. Like, kids reach out to me. What can I do? What can I do? First shout Stop. Out. Just stop. You mentioned you started... <laughs> Uh, on Facebook eight years ago. Eight years ago, it was different. It just yeah, was. And there was nobody on there. Now, eight years later, it is so much harder. Yeah, it so it's much either harder. you get in or you just don't do it. Because what I tell people is either don't do the standard, make your make the content, post the NBA content. Right. Try to, there's hundreds of thousands of pages out there. It's either you're going to take it on a unique angle, right. a whole different topic of something, or a whole different platform. Because like I, I'll say it again, like it's it's almost mean 
but it's like you're way late to start now. Right. And I, I mean, I'll say now just from, you know, I was, I'm always scrolling through Instagram and I see so many small accounts for just an example, posting recaps from scores from, you know, the previous night of basketball. And in my head, I'm like, you know, it looks great. It's great. But like, why would somebody, you got to give people a reason to follow your page or give people a reason to want to see your page. So what I ask is, or I at least tell myself, I say, what is stopping this person from just going to ESPN.com, typing in the four letters, putting a .com after it, and seeing the official scores with all the box scores and everything, too much that you can't include on one post. You know, why aren't they, you know, be different. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. That's and that's, that's all what social media is. The pages you see who are big, I got so big on Facebook because I was different. I was uh, making customized posts and Photoshop, Keynote, all that stuff on Mac. Yeah. Um, you know, bringing it now... I'm even more unique because I'm bringing in these players to inside buzz and posting the quotes to NBA buzz. Right. So it's all unique stuff and making mixes and, you know, everything. Posting videos and being quick. De- deliver- you got to be that's, quick. Um, that's, that's, turnover time is huge. Oh, yeah. If, it- if you uh, – sometimes I don't post things on Instagram because I was late. Just you know, right. I'll, I'll get the next one. And I think being able to understand this, all three of us, I think understanding how it's hard to get in the game right now and understanding – what you should and shouldn't post and when you should post and when not, that's a skill as well. Some people, you will get DMs all the time and they they seem a little bit lost because we don't know where to direct them because mm-hmm. they don't have it there, you know? Yeah, and we talked about this off camera a little bit. Sometimes some things that annoy me um, with the different algorithms of Instagram, Facebook yeah, and everything, I mean, Instagram will value and reward you if you post once a day, twice a day. Five times a week, you might get, you might have 50,000 followers and get 20,000 likes on that post. But here I am busting my butt, giving what my (laughs) fans want. I'm posting five to eight times a day, all unique content, what the fans want. I'm cool with getting three to 6,000 likes instead of just 20,000 on each post and posting one four times a week. I mean, I got to say, listen, Michael and I, we we see so many different, so many NBA, basketball, anything in that, you know, realm of basketball, sports related um, accounts on Instagram all all the time. And I got to say, the three people in this room right now probably release near the most original content per day. Yeah. Has to be. It's a grind, dude. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of work. It's not easy. Yeah. You can't just think of the idea, snap and have it right there posted. I mean, oh, yeah. There's a whole backstory behind it. We talked about templates and, you know, finding efficient ways to get all that content out. And I mean, really, it's an, it's kind of an experimental process, but also just you have to be able to learn yeah. and adapt. I mean, and you got to be willing. So you got to be dedicated enough to stop whatever the hell you're doing, wherever the hell you are. Right. And do whatever. So I have like the Photoshop app on my phone if I'm yeah. not accessible to my computer. Yeah. You know how many times I've been in class and I've been posting breaking news? Like I looked yesterday, February 6th trade deadline. I won't be paying attention in class right. at all. I'll be making content for the deadline because exactly. it's, it's rewarding. You know, that's what the fans want. That's how I grow so much. So you got to be dedicated and do that stuff. I, I might be at a wedding and got to post something. <laughs> right. It's got to be done. You know? Maybe your your wedding on the stage will be like just one second. <laughs> well, that that I might take like my first night off. Ever, okay, so there you go. You'll post on the story. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Night off. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Mikey, thank you. You are a great speaker, great guest, and it was a pleasure having you on the Backstage Ballers podcast. Guys, thanks a lot. I mean, I'll be I'll be promoting this the second it's out. Oh yeah. You guys send me any it. of the clips you got. We got I'll, you. Also, I want to say one more thing. Go a for it. Big platform that we didn't talk about off stage or that's very underrated. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, I, I gonna, 
Yep. LinkedIn is it's, a thing. Yeah. Extremely organic. You could post whatever, it could pop off. And the benefit, you get your own name out there. You get your name out there to adults that are looking to hire you. Yeah. Who see what you're doing in your personal life. That's why I've been pretty right. big on LinkedIn recently. That is true. We have not, I don't think, invested yeah. enough into that. Yeah, we have to look more into yeah, it. Yeah, look into yeah. it. I mean, you guys are students and yeah. you guys can find jobs through it. Like uh, LinkedIn was straight job search right. like two or three years ago. Now it's like a social media brand where yep. people post low, uh, stories, posts. and It's a way to get yourself out there. And like exactly. you said, with employers, literally that's where they're stationed. Exactly. Day. So if they see something, oh, Who's that? The, was that that kid that just interviewed yeah, you? Yeah, we, we need you to know? hire someone today. So let's see what this exactly. Guy's and exactly. honestly, in the end of the day, people have time. People are sitting down for hours on end on their phone, scrolling through, and the odds of them seeing something, you know, they like one thing on you know about basketball on LinkedIn. Odds of them running across your content, they keep scrolling down. They're gonna find it. Someone's yeah. gonna see it, and someone's gonna like it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they see a graphic, huh? How'd you make that graphic? Can right. you make me graphics? Right. You know, even if it's not for a job, a little gig to make some money. You you know ne- you never know. That's the big thing about being on social media. Sorry, I know we're prolonging. No, you're good. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, Because being on social, you never know who's going to see it. Damian Lillard commented on NBA Buzz post before, Mo Bamba, I said. Then again, like getting hired at SNY, like I made sure to connect with all the people there so they could see what I do and apply it to the job and maybe they'll hire me after the internship. It's, network, it's networking. Exactly. I think so many people are afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. Opportunities Seriously. come from everywhere. You yeah. never know when it's going to happen. It could be... You could think I'm never going to get an opportunity. Yep. Next, literally the next day, you exactly. see someone reach out to exactly. you. Just two days ago, I was sitting at work, nothing related to sports or media at all. And I had a near an hour conversation, maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, hour conversation to somebody who has a lot of experience in sports broadcasting. And you know, I didn't know that until I said, hey, what's up? And we started talking. That's all it takes. That's you, it. You might be running into brick wall after brick wall after brick wall, but you got to eventually run through that brick wall and you'll get there right. or meet somebody who will bring you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take 40 no's to get one yes and it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that will conclude this episode of Backstage Bars. I'm really glad we got that final portion in. I think that was very, very valuable, especially to the whole point of the podcast, trying to cover all perspectives of the sport and the media side of things. So, Mikey, I really appreciate you coming on. It's great having Guys, you. thanks a lot again. Awesome. Yes. I'll be willing to come on anytime. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, any, anytime yeah. in the future, we'll call. talk about anything. Awesome. All right. Nice to be connected good. with you guys. Definitely. Great. Thank you.